This episode is brought to you by freedadcourse.com. You are always one conversation away from changing your life, and the power of hello is something that I subscribe to every single day, and I'm always saying hello to new people everywhere I go. Increasing your opportunity, increasing your connection, and getting access to the solutions to the problems that you are facing, whether you're on active duty or just beginning your veteran transition or even transitioning out for 20 years. On the other side of hello are the solutions that you're looking for. Again, head on over to freedadcourse.com. Get your five-episode audio course to create more connection, create more friendships, and get back to living the life that you're trying to design. Dory 1, this is Fire Team Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Fatherhood Friday. This week's episode comes from a listener who emailed me last week asking the very vulnerable question, why do I feel so lonely? He has a loving wife, beautiful kids, good job, everything that says the American dream should be in his life, and he should have every feeling that the American dream comes with on that billboard that they sell it with. But at the end of the day, he still had that burning feeling of feeling lonely on the inside. And I appreciate you, Mark, for reaching out because it's not easy for another man to reach out and ask for help for that. It's not easy for another man to reach out and admit they don't have it all together. I can't tell you how many times I reach out to people in my life. I did it just two nights ago with the fellow guy that I talk to regularly about what's going on in my life. There is so much power when we reach out. So Mark, thank you for reaching out. If there is another dad like Mark who has a different burning question on his heart, something that needs to be answered, something that he wants to know what is the root of this feeling that won't go away, that he can't shake no matter what he tries. And so for this question, what makes us lonely? It's something we kind of talked about a lot in the podcast, but I'd never called it lonely. Oddly enough, when I was looking back at the topic, I was thinking, I've talked about the solution a lot for loneliness, but I never actually pulled back and went back to the core feeling and called it lonely. So lonely is something that is described in ways like, I feel empty. I feel alone. I feel unwanted. Those are feelings that people that are feeling lonely often use to describe beyond the word lonely what they're truly feeling on the inside. And it was interesting to understand what the root cause or why our brain has this feeling of lonely. And I want to go there first. So if you think of the evolution of the human being and the human man and women, that this idea of lonely is actually kind of a survival mechanism. So Everybody kind of hears the term, people are a social creature. Something we hear during COVID, that people are a social creature and all this social isolation has a lot of people high anxiety. They feel disconnected. They probably feel lonely because we are a social creature. And so if you go back a couple millennia, social tribes of people, when people banded together, they were more likely to survive. There was more people to hunt. There was more people to protect. And so your, our brain created this hardwired mechanism that if we didn't have people around us, we had this feeling that would begin to form loneliness. 
and that that feeling would drive our human nature to reconnect, to reconnect, to find a tribe, to find people to do life with. Because again, every most things in our brain are desire, designed to survive. That the flight or fight response, that is a survival mechanism. It's built around lions, tigers, and bears. But in 2020, it can mess with you for an invisible virus like COVID, or it can mess with you like going on stage, talk to a bunch of coworkers at a meeting. All of those things are built around the basic survival mechanism of our mind. But necessarily, that doesn't necessarily fix the problem. Knowing why we feel lonely, that doesn't make me feel less lonely. I'm going to be honest, because this is a feeling that I suffered with deeply, and I really didn't even tap into it until I was around 30 years old. So if you've heard me tell my story, I'll tell it again here quickly. When I was 30 years old, my midlife crisis hit me right square in the face. Jay Leno left The Tonight Show, and it was triggered by how many people came out to recognize that he was an amazing human being, and him showing up in their life made their life go in a completely new direction because Jay Leno was there and shepherded them and kind of led them and coached them to where they were. And I was like, I don't got anybody. I'm going to die alone. There's not going to be a single person at my funeral that cared whether Ben Cloy lived on this earth and did anything of importance in the next 50 years of my life. And that feeling ate me up. And if I was honest, that feeling had been there for probably the previous 15. Because once you get in kind of high school and middle school, and once you start creating these social circles, and when you have all this drama of trying to fit in, I didn't fit in. I've rarely ever felt I fit in in middle school or high school. And a lot of that feeling was just, I was always trying to be liked. I was always trying to find friends. I grew up on a farm. We were isolated from the city. I had to organize playdates through moms. And this is in the 90s. We didn't have all this fancy stuff to do all this with. You had to get a phone number. You had to call each other. had to schedule things. That didn't happen on a regular basis. So I was always looking for that friend. And that theme just kind of kept going. Probably wasn't until the Marine Corps that I really found a brotherhood, especially when I was in Okinawa. We had this kind of common bond on Okinawa because you're on the same island. You're all in the same problem. You can't leave the island. And so you kind of form bombs of friendships because there is really nobody else. You can't turn off the Marine if you were, say, at Camp Pendleton and go to Vegas on the weekends and pretend you're someone else. You can't just get away from that life. You're in the island and on the island together. And so I had a lot of good friends on the island. But then when I transitioned off, I went right back to my old patterns. I really had no core understanding of what I needed to do to replicate that feeling. And I would say for the next three or four years, that was my pattern. I really had people come into my life, but they were just kind of coworkers and they were casual conversations. I'm even surprised looking back that I even was able to met my wife, but it actually happened because I was talking with a coworker and we became good friends and she knew a friend that was just get ending a relationship and then put us together and the rest is history. But I had still not woken up. I mean, I got out in 2007. I think I was 24, 25. I didn't meet my wife till I was 26, 27. We didn't get married till I was 28. And I didn't turn 30 till I was 30. So, I mean, that was a lot of life in between there that I was still in the core, even through all of getting married and doing all these different things. I remember feeling this odd feeling even during like the my bachelor party and my wedding, like just not feeling like, this is it. This is me or just feeling comfortable being me. It, 
I wouldn't have had that feeling back then or I didn't have an awareness of it. But looking back, it was definitely there. And I was thinking it was re- related to how connected I was to the people around me. They showed up for my wedding and they showed up to do good things. But were was I really connected to who they were and who they are? Looking back, I would say, no, there's probably only one or two that I was connected with on a, a deeper friend level. But then fast forward to this topic of being lonely. So if you know my story, when I turned 30, there was something that came into my life, a core question that changed everything. And that question was, if you want to result in your life you've never had, then you need to do something that you've never done. That single question opened up this entire world, this entire world of possibilities, because it came to one unrelenting truth that I couldn't ignore. It was that big, that the one thing that I've always wanted in my life was friends. And the one thing that I never really did very well was talk to people. And as I unpacked this, I realized that in high school, you go through that phase where you start asking girls out. And in my case, I started asking girls out and got several rejections. Those cemented in my head as a feeling of like, yeah, I'm going to avoid that like the plague. And so then I avoided every connection like the plague because every person, whether it was a guy or a girl, was I was going up to them and I'm like I'm not going to say hello because what if they say no I'm not going to I'm not going to relive that emotion but once I had the power of that question once I said what's something I've never had and what I'm willing to do to get it I was like okay well I need to talk to people and one feeling that I always had was that dad's at the park I was always at the park and if you're a dad at the park you were at least trying to be a good dad you may not have it all figured out you may even have a bad day but you're at the park Maybe giving the, your wife a break from the kids and you're out there just letting them play. And I was always like, God, I wish I could just talk to a dad here. This guy looks cool. This guy looks cool. Never would say hello. Well, a few weekends after that question came to my life, one time there was a dad. He did look interesting. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say hello. And I did. And I learned one of the most powerful things that was like staring me right there. I just needed to say hello. He was looking to talk to me just as much as I was. We were both just kind of in this status quo of, I'm going to wait for him, and I'm going to wait for him. And once I said hello, we both talked for the entire time. I repeated that exercise, and the third dad that I ran into was an Army reservist just 45 minutes north in Madison. Still friends with him today. That happened because I started talking to people. And what I learned through that process was once you have that connection, either through a story or through a lesson, like once you have a common story, maybe you both served in Iraq, I found people that have served on Camp Hansen. I found people that have served and stationed just barracks away from where I am or where I stayed maybe a couple years ago even. So like 10 years, 15 years apart, they're exactly where I was. Those types of random connections that you create through conversation make you feel connected to something bigger, something larger than it is your mind or all the crap that is in your mind. That connection that you create with another veteran, another dad, that connection cancels out that loneliness. And here's what I learned through that process. Because when you talk to another dad that's either, maybe he shares a struggle, doesn't have to share a struggle, but when you share in the joy that is life, maybe you share a story about your kids. One of my favorite questions to go up to a dad without even saying hello is I just say, hey, how old are your kids? It almost always works. It almost They always answer it without even really thinking about it. And then we start comparing notes like, yeah, I remember when my kids were four. Or I remember when my kids were three. Or maybe if your his kids are younger and your kids are older, maybe you share a piece of wisdom about what it's like when the kids go four to five or something like that. But it begins with something as simple as that question. 
And from there, I took that question and that kind of experiment that I was like, I like this feeling. I want more of it. And so I took it to the grocery store. I took it to the airplanes. I took it to the airports. It's a little different during COVID, but I took it to all those different places. I loved having random conversations and I learned a couple core fundamental principles that one, you're always one conversation away from something amazing coming into your life. And you're going to miss 100% of those shots that you don't take. And so every shot you don't take to say hello is one misconnection that could transform your world. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had at conferences and networking events, or even just pure randomness at the grocery store. And how many of those conversations are like, wow, if I would never have said hello, that would never have happened. And now even a couple years through process, I can look back and be like, wow, if I would have never answered the phone from that phone call, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't know these 10 people. They would have never introduced me to here. It's this thread that keeps coming. But going back to that feeling of loneliness, let's circle back to that because that was the core of Mark's question. The core at the quality of that question is answering not the quantity of relationships you have in your life, but the quality of the relationships you have in your life. How well do you feel connected to your spouse? Because even if you have an abundant amount of friends, there's plenty of dads that have an abundant amount of friends. They probably go golfing with them every weekend, but at the center of his marriage, he still probably feels lonely. Maybe he's missing the physical touch or the intimacy of a conversation or a deep conversation. That can still create the feeling of lonely. You have to evaluate the quality of your relationships. Don't focus on the quantity. Quantity is nice, and it does create more opportunities. But the quality, this is the most important part, the quality of the relationship is going to dictate how much you can actually cancel out that feeling of loneliness. Because the deeper you are connected to another person, whether it be a man or a woman, the more connected you are, the more connected in your survival, if we go back to the primal part of this feeling, the more connected you feel is your survival. If you're deeply connected to another man, he's looking out for you and you're looking out for him. And when you don't feel lonely, you feel like someone else is out there fighting with you, fighting the good fight, that you aren't alone in these feelings of feeling empty and unwanted. Because if there's another man that counts on you to wake up every day and be his battle buddy every day to make sure maybe he doesn't commit suicide, that is going to be make the feeling of feeling wanted. You're needed. Like without him and without you, you don't exist. One of you may pull the plug. So recognize that the quality, not the quantity, the quality of your relationships is going to dictate this feeling of loneliness. But don't just quickly review all of your relationships in your life. Go deeper into them. Go back to a friend connection that maybe you really cherished five years ago, but you lost touch. Or challenge a connection with your parents, your father, your mother. These, all these feelings and all of these, the roots of this word loneliness are determined And I like the way that I just kind of said it there with the roots, like the deeper the roots in these relationships, the less you're going to feel this loneliness because loneliness is almost like a tree without leaves. And a tree without leaves is often one that's dead. And it's dead because maybe it didn't survive with deep enough roots. And the soil around it changed in a way that actually killed the tree. But if you focus on the quality of the soil, if you focus on the quality and the depth of the roots of your life, 
And the roots of your life are connected to those people that you do life with. I've said it a thousand times in this podcast that we, as men, were never designed to do life alone. This word, loneliness, is at the core of that question. We were designed to do life together. We were designed to have people ahead of us, to have people behind us. We were designed to always have someone to share the load with because life in 2020 it is a certainty during COVID times even more that life will give you more than you're capable of lifting all on your own. And at the end of the day, you're going to need to share that load. And if you don't have a tribe, if you don't have these deep connections with people that you can text and say, dude, I'm in trouble. I'm get losing my head above water and I'm afraid what's going to happen next. If you don't have that, you're going to probably feel lonely. But that feeling of lonely can be changed just with a change of your mindset. Changing how you approach your life, your relationships, and the pursuit of deeper roots. How do you form that soil that's going to create a good oak tree? Last week's episode, I talked about the idea of good soil. That was something that really hit me when I was out in the woods of diving into the book, Becoming a King, creating good soil around you. Don't focus on the fruits of your life. Focus on the soil. And the soil is often enriched by the relationships you have in your life. So with that, I got two things. One, if this is something that you are suffering with, if this is something that you are battling with every day, one, reach out to me. Reach out because a simple conversation can just help give you a direction pointed. And just knowing that there's another human being out there that gives a shit, whether you live or die or how you feel, that in itself, I understand, I know because it's happened to me, will help pull you out of what you're feeling. And two, if you want to help learn how to create more friends, create deeper roots, go check out freedadcourse.com. There is a five audio lesson that I created a couple months ago. 10-minute episodes each, so 50-minute episodes. You can listen to it on your phone, on a walk, or anywhere you're on your life, whether it be on the way to work. I created it in a way because I know men are busy and life is busy, and I want it in a way for you to understand and be able to get it into your life without a lot of reasons of, I'm too busy to read a book type excuses. So go check out freedadcourse.com. Those five audio lessons are waiting for you, and I know because they are designed in a way of how I walked through that midlife crisis and what I use to create more friendships and to create everything you see in this podcast, in my life, if you follow me on socials, everything that I bring is all coming from this idea of having more friends, asking for more from life, raising the bar of what you're capable of doing. And I know you can do it. Like I said, if you are out there and you are feeling this feeling, please reach out, ben at militaryveterandad.com. I would love to hear from you. And with that, I'm going to sign off. And Mark, I appreciate you again one more time for signing up and emailing me about this question because I know this question has helped a few dads come home. And I'll talk to you guys again on Monday.